to Life with Lenny. This is episode five, and the topic for this episode is forgiveness. What a touchy subject, right? Forgiveness. And again, everything I write about or talk about is a touchy subject. As my partner says, you always want to have uncomfortable conversations. Yes, yes, sir, I do. It's the only way to face the hard truths about ourselves and those around us in order to make the necessary changes to actually become better people. I'm about that life. It's annoying, I know, but I'm not really sorry. (laughs) So forgiveness, right? It's that decision we make not to harbor any feelings of resentment or ill will towards something or someone that has caused us harm. It's possible, they say, whoever they is or are. Um, I have been through so many phases when it comes to forgiveness. I think with time and age, um, experience, and just the notion of mortality, my personal perspective of forgiveness has transformed into so many different things throughout the years. Every large situation that needed forgiving in my life went through its own set of stages and phases in its own time and and it's in and in, in its own way every situation was different and needed to be handled differently but i think as i learned and and grew and worked on myself and that's the key there right doing the work on myself i realized different things about different people and different situations that has now led me to my current belief on the matter of forgiving someone who has harmed you. The nature and the situations that need forgiving that I'm basing this piece on are situations that caused intense pain and discomfort, like big time betrayals. I'm not talking about these little moments in life uh, of anger where we get our minor feelings hurt. I'm talking about really big situations. So my phase one of forgiveness, pretend like nothing is wrong. So the need for forgiveness isn't actually even necessary. Forgiveness? What forgiveness? I did this for a huge portion of my life. I brushed things under the rug. They didn't happen. They didn't affect me. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving forward, I have no feelings or emotions or thoughts on acknowledging anything or anyone who has been trying to destroy me. Forgive what? There's nothing to forgive because nothing actually happened. That was my definition of strength. So unhealthy. Then came my phase two colorful anger and rage after finally acknowledging a situation occurred. F that. F them. F everyone and everything. There was no forgiving anyone or anything. I I was angry. I wanted to tell people that I hope you all die a thousand deaths, you revolting individuals who have nothing better to do with your time than prey on good innocent people. And I also trusted nothing and no one, ever. No one was good. Everyone was out to get me. And everyone got that hardened version of me. You know, the the emotionless, unaffected version of me that took no shit from anyone, even if they were right. A new definition of strength. 
still so very unhealthy. Then came phase three. Forgive them even if they aren't sorry. Not for them, but for yourself. I I heard this from a lot of people and then I started to believe it. I even gave that advice. I even told people to forgive others. And it is true. Harboring, harboring ill feelings is poison for you. Um, but this was, I forgive everyone phase. You sexually assaulted me. I forgive you. You stole money from me. I forgive you. You put me in harm's way. I could have gotten hurt. I forgive you. You abused me. I forgive you. You lied to me and about me. You betrayed me. You intentionally caused me harm. Tried to destroy my very being. I forgive you. Without an apology, without remorse, or anything that shows some sort of regret or guilt. People who stood there in their glory with smug smiles for having gotten away with everything they've done. Forgiven. Because it was for me. For my own peace of mind. Except it never brought me peace. It brought me back to ignoring the problem because I had forgiven it and and moved on, right? Moving on is good. But forcing myself to try to forgive someone who wasn't sorry was probably the most toxic thing I could do to myself. Now, I'm not saying this strategy doesn't work. It just, it didn't work for me. It caused me so much more harm than good because deep down I knew the forgiveness was so undeserving. This was probably where I was at my most depressed and my most anxious, having the most flashbacks and being affected so negatively by my decision to forgive people who really actually just deserved a baseball bat to the face. I forced myself to do something I shouldn't have in the name of mental health, and it turned out to be, for me, the most detrimental. At the time, I didn't know it. I thought there was something wrong with me, but there was. I was being so inauthentic and dismissive to my own feelings just to move on the way people told me to that it caused me the most turmoil. I was acknowledging all my pain. I was acknowledging all the horrific situations. I sat in them. I relived them. I refelt everything plus all the extras that came with doing this inner work to heal. And I pretended I wanted to forgive people who I should never have allowed to hurt me so tremendously in the first place, which then led me to phase four, phase four, forgiving myself. Good Lord, that was and is the longest phase and by far the hardest This is the phase that's actually never ending because when you think you learned a lesson and that you've moved past an issue you have with yourself, something else will pop up and you will have to learn to forgive yourself all over again. I shouldn't even call this a phase. It should just be called a lifelong journey, but it starts out as a phase, right? Because you got to start somewhere. It's the most important. This moment of learning to forgive yourself 
spirals into self-respect and self-acceptance and self-care and ultimately genuine self-love. Genuine self-love. You can't truly love yourself if you're always angry and blaming yourself for things. You can't truly love yourself if you speak negatively to yourself for situations you've lived through, whether they were out of your control or of your own doing. You can't truly love yourself until you have given yourself the room and space to acknowledge your pain, your emotions, your thoughts, your actions, but also your strength, your impeccable courage to even get yourself to this point, your bright shining light, and your beautiful heart. You have to remember that even in all the ugly, things can get ugly and so can you. I can definitely get ugly. You are and your soul is indeed beautiful and worthy. We've all made mistakes. Some that may have caused intense harm to others. Some intentionally, some unintentionally. We have also all been harmed by others, some intentionally, some unintentionally. But to get to a place of true self-love and happiness, you have to put the work into change. And that does begin with forgiving yourself for all the harm you have caused all the harm you allowed to have been caused to you, all the harm that you may have been subject to, that was absolutely not your fault. It is so important to be transparent and honest with yourself in deciphering these differences. So, for example, being sexually assaulted, not my fault. Being in an abusive relationship and staying for so long, Partly my fault, despite the manipulation that had me so confused and brainwashed, but more so, not my fault. Not your fault when someone is trying to destroy your life. Being abusive, being abusive towards someone because I personally refuse to acknowledge my own pain, my fault. Being betrayed by a toxic friend, not my fault. Entering another toxic relationship and allowing it to carry on for years... Partly my fault again, because, you know, I should have known better, but not my fault because I really did it. Being in an abusive work environment, not my fault. I left that. Being subjected to abusive behavior by disgusting individuals who have no capacity to ever change because their evil souls will not allow it. Not my fault. But... By starting to evaluate and see my role in these situations that I needed to heal from, because healing is my responsibility, it gave me strength to see where I personally needed to grow without self-loathing. I reminded myself that I do have a lot to learn and I have a very far path to walk. I allowed myself the time and space to do so and the situations that continuously pop up I now give myself the room to feel and think. I give myself the room to evaluate how my part will play into the end result of this situation or conflict. Sometimes I still get mad at myself. Sometimes I still talk negatively to myself like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Can't do that, right? When they don't turn out positively, which is why this is a never ending phase. But at least I don't hate myself enough to think that I deserve all these terrible things and these terrible people in my life. It's, it's big to finally realize that. Now, 
I do want to make sure that whoever is reading this or whoever is listening to this understands something. The things that I talk about, the things that I say, and the processes that I discuss, I express for people who have genuinely good hearts. Anything I write or I talk about, this it doesn't count for evil people who instill pain for fun. People with ugly hearts like that um, won't go through any life changing or life altering process that will make them better human beings, which then leads me to my current state of forgiveness. Phase five, you do not have to forgive everyone to move forward and thrive in your life. Forgive the deserving. And that's it. You can let portions of the anger live inside of you if you need to, because at the end of the day, you are entitled to be furious at people who intentionally act like monsters. You are allowed to be sad over situation and events in the past. You are allowed to curl your lip at sickening, repulsive people who do not deserve to be forgiven, especially if they haven't even asked for it or done anything to earn it. These people don't care to be forgiven or for forgiveness. They just care about your demise. And you are entitled to have feelings about that. You can most certainly not forgive someone and move on. I do not forgive the sexual predators who think it was okay to touch my body without my permission and those who even disrespected it when I said no repeatedly. I do not forgive the men I trusted to treat me with love and care but met me with abusive angry hands or words. I do not forgive the family who allowed and blamed such abusive behavior on me. I do not forgive anyone who did not care to listen and turn their backs. I do not forgive the friends who used my life as entertainment or the friends who I trusted with my whole heart but betrayed me for their own sick benefits. I will never forgive the friends who disrespected my my kindness with loathsome actions. I will not forgive the boss who tried to tear apart my confidence when I know what a wonderful job I do for my students. I also do not forgive the boss that I worked for so hard that ignored my pleas for help. I do not forgive the strangers who so willingly try to discredit my authentic character because they are incapable of living a meaningful life. I do not have to forgive anyone who is not sorry, and neither do you. What I have to do, what we have to do, I have to give myself the few minutes I need to feel my feelings, ones that I am absolutely entitled to, and not not let it affect my everyday life. This way, I'm not stifling myself. I'm not ignoring or suppressing the parts of my story and disrespecting myself in the process. I respect myself enough to acknowledge what has happened to me. I love myself enough not to let it get in the way of what I have set out for. And that's what makes the difference. So this is how I now tackle forgiveness. This is what works for me. What keeps me the most authentic and honest and transparent, not only with myself, but with everyone I come in contact with. This, it, this may not work for everyone and, and that's okay. You have to find your own process. 
but if you really want to make positive changes in your life, the only thing that I can suggest is to make sure that you are so open and honest and raw with yourself about who you are, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're doing, what your circumstances are. You can't lie to yourself because if you lie to yourself, you'll, you'll never be able to grow or evolve into a better version of yourself. The work is hard and difficult and painful, but so worth it. This is Life with Lenny. Thanks for listening.